Welcome to the fifth episode of the Weekly Pleb. I am your host, Douglas Rieger. Given the ironically self-defeating chaos of MAGA snowflakes storming our nation's capital last week, lots of people online seem to think that 2021 is getting off to a rough start. I could bore you with whatever our Cheeto-in-Chief is up to, or the fact that he's made history as the first U.S. president to be impeached twice, but... That's for the 24-hour news mainstream media to tell you all about, as I'm sure they already have. Instead of focusing on all the absurdity and chaos in the world around us, I think it's important that people know how to be introspective and aware of your immediate surroundings, as well as the entire universe around you. Taking a breath and thinking before you take action in any situation is an extremely human thing to do. And yet, we live in a society that continuously makes it easier and easier to act without thinking. That's why, for this episode, I sat down with a philosopher as he explains to us why it's important to think philosophically from time to time. My guest expert this week is amateur philosopher Charlie Beacom. How are you, Charlie? Hey, Douglas, Doug, whatever. How's it going? <laughs> good, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Got school starting, getting into some philosophy. Yeah. Life is good. Life is yeah. good. Hopefully a better year than last year so far. So far, so good. Eh, not this year. Last year started off better than this year for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Perry. <sighs> yeah. yeah, that was the last time I saw you now. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. Yeah while ago man hey we got yeah it's about the time i got back last year yeah. crazy anyway we're here Let's anyways see. so you're into philosophy right absolutely philosophy science started out as a biologist but philosophy and psychology has sort of pulled me over. i still think psychology is part of biology and philosophy and psychology sort of work together the about obviously about the mind and everything pretty much relates to the mind with philosophy so it's a good synergy that's what i'm studying right now i'm a i'm president of the philosophy club at svsu so founded it so i'm Very pretty cool. into philosophy like yeah it's just it, it's hard to find people that are interested in it people that want to listen to it but like i don't know like it's still there's still people having discussions that that I agree with this whole podcast like we gotta have more people talking we got all this technology people ain't talking people yeah. ain't trying to find a common ground or anything and that's part of philosophy too yeah well that's a big problem nowadays people can't ever find common ground it feels like that's but you you hit the nail on the head I think more people just talking to everyone mm-hmm. realizing how how a light we're more alike than we are different in many Absolutely. In it's just like you're a Democrat and I don't like you. You're a Republican, I don't like you. It's, that's just not good for a democracy at all. No. At all. I, I know there's fringe beliefs on both sides that are getting a lot more voice because it's just not there's more there's it's a bell curve. More people are in that middle yeah. part than there. So I think if we get enough people talking it'll it would i don't know it would better society better better institutions better economy everything really 
Yeah, I mean, more people would realize that it's nonsense to think that life is so black and white. Or, and, and it makes much more sense to collaborate and find out new ideas and compromise and maybe get more than two parties in, in the government. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. one of yeah. these days. But anyway, so let's get back to philosophy. Absolutely, so yeah. In your, in your view, what is philosophy? Well, if you're asking a philosopher that, you're going to get a long response, but we got time. Uh, it's the word philosophy is like the root is philos and sophia. It's obviously a Greek term because Western philosophy founded by the Greeks. And philos means love. And sophia means wisdom. It is the love of wisdom. It's something that, something like, it starts, oh, it starts with wonder. That's what Aristotle, Plato would say. It starts with wondering about the world and how, and Socrates, the founder of Western philosophy would say, it's about uh, knowing how to live your life. It's the art of dying. It is trying to live a virtuous life, trying to like, what's going on here? Like, what is, like, that's the field of metaphysics. It's like, what exists? And there's science and science says like certain things about the world, but there's certain assumptions built into science that philosophy still has a part of. Like science for me, because most that's the most common philosophy. Obviously, religion is another one. We'll get to that. But science is birthed from a philosophical approach to knowledge. And that's the only thing we get taught in grade school or from grade school up. Even you could get a master's degree and not take any philosophy course in economics or anything really. But it, it being like the umbrella of all disciplines makes it critical to know about it, in my opinion. Because if you don't know how you're asking questions, you don't challenge your own assumptions. Like what, like if you're looking up a scientific theory or about mind or something, you gotta ask questions about how you ask questions. If that sounds contrived and a loop, it it, it, it totally makes sense. Some a lot of the earlier philosophers that I know about, like it, it a lot of it is about knowing how to create an argument, knowing how to totally. ask questions and then say, you know what, I think this is the answer and here's why, because I've been sitting around thinking about it, right? Absolutely. And that's, that's kind of my view of philosophy. It's thinking about the craziest questions that maybe not everyone is thinking about. And then you try and look for answers or Absolutely. ponder that question for who knows how long, just cause. It's a love of trying to figure out like, that's the right answer. It's just finding it's more into getting the right questions okay. than just focusing. Like most people focus there. I'm a Democrat because I believe in X, Y, Z, like certain moral issues, like birth control and all these other things. And it's more like, well, that's like birth control and abortion. It's more like, instead of just saying, Oh, I'm right because life is sacred or, oh, I'm right because women have choice. Philosophy is trying to say, hey, this is a tough question. I don't have an answer for it, but we should try to work it out together, not just say, I'm right, you're wrong. Yeah, see, see the best it's path. Hard. It's and definitely it's very hard. Been trying to figure out the logic for morals, the logic for science, for the logic of religion. Like, 
there's certain like religion has a metaphysics about the world it has a physics of the world how they see the world in a certain yeah. way like like christianity purports uh the existence of a soul that's a metaphysical belief about the world it's but that's part of philosophy too so like all of these different things it's not like the thing that annoys me is people think oh you're into philosophy you're going to be an atheist no no you don't have like philosophy is for religious people atheist people science agnostic everybody because it's it's people they we've been doing this for oh about 2500 years give or take in the west at least yeah well you said it's it's the love of wisdom so Almost anybody can be a philosopher. I, absolutely, I, absolutely. I would, I would right. put, I would put money on anybody listening to this right now is probably a philosopher. You have philosophical beliefs. You examine them. Socrates, the founder, you've heard of, you've at least heard of that name. I hope. <laughs> I hope we can hope the educational yeah. system in America or whatever you guys are from has at least introduced that name to you. But his most famous thing is like the unexamined life is not worth living. He goes like he he gets into trouble because philosophers love to get in to a bit of trouble by questioning everybody about what they know. And his thing is the only thing what he said is the only thing I know is that I know nothing. That's a bit of a joke because yeah. it's like then. But then how do you know that you know nothing? Isn't that something that you know? It's a bit of a paradox, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's doing this while he's on trial. And then he says, like, the unexamined, he, the apology is one of the, his most famous, like, Plato's most famous work, reporting what happened to his, because Plato is a, is a student of Socrates. Yeah. So he's got, he obviously loves his teacher and, like thinks he's the best but he tells the story about he's waiting he he gets condemned to death that is a whole story but he basically goes out like well his last saying pretty much is the unexamined life is worth living tells like go like tells people about what he thinks about the afterlife and whatnot and he says the unexamined life is not worth living and then he drinks the hemlock and dies because he thinks he's gonna get to he says he's going to get to this heavenly place where he can just do philosophy till the end forever yeah he just gets to talk to people he he thinks like socrates thinks philosophy is the best thing it's the best of all things for him because like it's just about how it's talking to people and like seeing just examining life a bit more because we're all alive it gets into it's just like we're alive like that's the most famous branch that focuses on that like keys into that is existentialism yeah i mean just just walk a mile in somebody else's shoes check out other perspectives you know listen out other culture other 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 ideas not just we get into these echo chambers these days and philosophy is about like saying giving everything a chance like i'm a biologist i'll give a chance to like creation science like i'll give it a chance i don't i i have arguments against it but i'll at least say hey you got some arguments some interesting ones they have some irreducible complexity of like how dna and how the eye thing oh that's interesting 
lay it out for me. You yeah, know? lay it out. Like, I want to yeah. hear it. Instead of like, oh, that's that's crazy Christian stuff. I'm not going to listen to that. Yeah. I'll listen to you. I like my goal as a philosopher is to my personal, I don't know, uh, charge as a philosopher is to try to find as much wisdom as I can in this world. And then maybe, maybe teach it or something like that. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know what level I'd love to be an intro to philosophy professor. That'd be so much fun. It's it's just life, man. Like I've always loved like deep conversations, like what we're having right now throughout my entire life. And I've, it's just grown from that. And it's been, a, it's, I find it more fruitful that I have some friends like I, I just want some money, you know? Yeah. 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 And then there's people that just, you just, if that's it to your life and it's not, there's there's something more and people find it in religion but i think you can find it in philosophy as well yeah and I, you you mentioned existentialism and yeah. um some of the people that know what me do think, what do you know about it <laughs> yeah some of the people that know me uh will know that i consider myself an existentialist and i i'm not nearly as inept as you are in the the book the literature of the subject and everything but i know the basic ideas and as far as i understand it it what started out with essentialism right where we're kind of but before existentialism wasn't there essentialism right we're kind of everything yeah everything has an essence yeah everything has an essence and then that kind of grew into the thing to the thinking of maybe life has no meaning but we can make meaning out of it ourselves. So yeah, there's no meaning to the, the chaos of the universe that brought us to this point in time where we exist. But damn, it's pretty freaking cool to be here. You know, like you, you could do a whole yeah. lot. You can have hobbies, you can have relationships, you know, it's, it's pretty incredible. So that's kind of my, my way of seeing existentialism. So you, a philosopher, okay. tell me about existentialism. What's, what's important about it? What do I need to know? Like essentialism, it, what you your initial like the topic you brought up was Aristotle. Everything's got an essential thing that makes it so. Like a ta- a chair, for example, what I'm sitting in. There's thousand millions of chairs out there, but the essential property there are a certain set of essential properties that make a chair a chair. It's sitting on it, like it's able to be seated. You can sit on it. It's got four, a number of legs. It's got what you commonly think is a definition of a chair. Yeah. But then you apply that to a human and what we are. And the, what's the quote? The quote is, existence precedes essence. That's famous from uh, Jean-Paul Sartre, French existentialist famous one he's the second easiest to read because Nietzsche is kind of difficult anyway there's other Nietzsche is probably the most famous God is dead but we'll get to that (laughs) and it's just existence precedes essence and our for an existentialist our essence does not determine what we are you are free you are a free there are certain things that you don't have control over small certain things like where you're born 
genetics, all that kind of stuff, but you are free to, to paint the picture of your existence completely. You're completely free. It's almost what we, as Sartre would say, we are condemned to be free. That's why you, you were a bit <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you, you were a bit surprised before we started recording that I, I said that I happened to like capitalism. But as an existentialist, I love freedom. I love the free market. Freedom. Yeah, I like the freedom this of choice. This is more of a philosophical, like, ex, like a deep sort of freedom, not just a market value. I, I, I know, I, of course, complex. of course. But it's similar, it's a, similar ideas, you know? Like, I, I know that, that... That relates more to liberalism and different, like... You, like a, a lock and whatnot. That's his sort of ideas of how an economy or a state and property. And we could probably talk for two years on this stuff. And yeah. that's what that's why I'm into philosophy, man. I could talk about this all day. Yeah. It's like actually having professors in philosophy and like talking to them is like getting someone who's like, whoa, like I don't know anything. And that's 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 a good thing in philosophy. It's it's about like, hey, I don't know what the hell's going on. Existentialism's like, yeah, you, we're like, what's the like? You're you see a bird and you think it could fly anywhere. It could do anything it wants. And then you look at a human being, all of our capacity and varying levels. Of course, some people are not lucky, but people like you and you and me are like, we could. We want to go to the top of Mount Everest, go for it. You're a human being. You're free. You're essentially free. 